Hey everybody, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. Ben is not with us today. Uh, like we said before, a few weeks ago, schedules are going to get pretty crazy, pretty weird. Um, it's a terrible time for the schedules to get crazy and weird because some of the best rugby is about to be played between Champions Cup and the end of the Premiership season and so on. But we're, you know, we're, we're human. We're, we have lives. So yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we'll do our best to keep bringing you a little bit of content every week. Uh, it's just me today, so I will... Try not to bore you guys to tears, and I will try and keep this thing going as best I can. So bear with me, and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll try not to put you guys to sleep. Okay, so before we get into too much of the rugby, and what I'll do is I'll go through this past weekend's matches pretty quickly, give some fantasy advice about the upcoming matches, and then I'll be out of your hair. Uh, before we get into that, though, we do want to acknowledge the passing of Rene Fontes, uh, longtime Claremont chairman, um, what have you. Big, big reason that we have um, what we do in terms of Champions Cup rugby and, and European rugby. Uh, Claremont certainly wouldn't be um, a name we know as rugby fans without his help, certainly. So um, guy acknowledged the passing of him. They did a nice minute of applause at all the quarterfinals this past weekend, and um, we wanted to acknowledge that as well. So uh, rest in peace, and um, Mr. Fontes and Monsieur Fontes, and um, we thank you for all you did. All right, uh, Champions Cup. Woo! We had we had four pretty good games, really. Uh, maybe three and one kind of decent half, at least. Um Edinburgh did not did not take their chances this past weekend. Uh, they should, in my opinion, they should have kicked a goal a couple extra times. Did Ty Burns fall, flop, whatever, win them the game? Maybe Schumann probably shouldn't have made the decision he made in order to put that down. But really, I thought that should have been on the referee to say, you know what, you flopped. I'm not giving you that penalty. You're gonna. Matter of fact, I might penalize you. That's just me. Uh, we can't have that start affecting games in rugby that, that that would make me mad but also Edinburgh probably should have made a few shots at goal when they decided to go for the corner I appreciate the 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 you know guts it took to do that but at the same time you're a knockout rugby you need to think smart so um should have should have was it a dive yes should have affected the outcome of the game. Um, if Edinburgh had made better decisions, it wouldn't have. So that's there. There's good and bad. There's up and down with that one. Uh, Edinburgh thirteen, Munster seventeen, Munster move on. Uh, Saracens in Glasgow. Oh man, I had a hard time with this one, only because somebody that we know wouldn't shut his face about how much the Saracens were going to kill Glasgow. And for me, I'm a huge believer in karma and juju and all that stuff. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, no, when I hear Owen Farrell has been dropped from the team because his wife's giving birth. I'm like, oh, crap, that's all we need. And then they had a bad start with Price getting the try down the sideline there. And I was just like, oh, you son of a biscuit, you asshole. So um, karma is is real because then Brad Barrett ended up getting hurt at the end of this game. Thankfully, he's able to walk, but... I'll, uh, this is a tough competition. We need as much good karma and good luck on our side as possible. So um, respect your opponent. Don't talk complete trash about them because it'll come back to bite you. 
maybe not this round, but I'm thinking another round where we're going to need all the good luck we can get because we're the Saracens are about to play a really good Munster team. Uh, yeah, please, please, please. Although I have to say, I don't understand why the match is being played at the Rico. I don't think it's that nice of an arena. I know it's probably one of the nicer arenas in the area, but just play it at Twickenham. Stop screwing around. I know Twickenham was potentially going to be a final spot. Just play it at Twickenham. Stop, stop being cute. Okay, Rico isn't that nice. Um, but Saracens win, they eventually, you know, turn on the gas and figure out, oh, that's right, we are the Saracens. Um, no, no, Owen Farrell, no problem. He'll be back next week, I, I presume, for their premiership match. Uh, Liam Williams gets two, Straddle gets two, Jamie George has man of the match performance and looks every bit the part of a top two hooker in the world. Um, in my opinion, Dan Coles is probably still on that level when he's healthy. That's the problem right now. He's not healthy. So, and uh, and Glasgow were started just kept having injury after injury. Uh, they're not a super deep squad. They have great depth. Um, once Stuart Hogg started making mistakes, they were in trouble. So that's uh, that's pretty much where you can probably lay a lot of the issues of that Glasgow had is Stuart Hogg just did not have himself the match that they needed him to have in order to have a shot at this thing. Hastings had a decent match. Dude still got a pretty good boot. He looks like he's just kind of hit. <laughs> Hitting the old chip on uh, on the golf course and it's flying through the post from way out. So uh, I like I, I like the kid. I hope he keeps going. I hope uh, I hope Scotland keep pulling him into the team. Uh, Leinster and Ulster. This was a clash. So many sore bodies after this one. I'm sure. Uh, no section for Leinster, which was going to be a little uh-oh time for them, but it turned out to be not a big deal. Um, well, I say not a big deal, but Leinster ended up winning. Uh, you know, people are pointing at Ulster, Winger, Stockdale losing the ball in the try zone. Ugh, I, I feel for the kid. You know, he's going to live with that mistake the rest of his life. So for those of you that are trying to just pour it on the guy, just relax, would you? Okay. He feels there is nobody in the world that feels worse than Jacob Stockdale. I promise you, okay? Next time he's probably going to, from now on, he's probably falling into the try zone every time. Okay? I promise you. So, he's off the kid. Did Ulster lose because of that? Maybe. Could they have played better in other places? Yeah. They had a little bit of bad luck, but with Rory Best getting hurt, hopefully Best can, um, can recover in time for the World Cup. I presume his scene, his season with Ulster will be done, especially since they're not in the Champions Cup anymore, unless they really want to make a make a run at the Pro 14 title, but we'll see. Uh, Rossing and Toulouse, oh yes, this was a crazy match. This uh, this was every bit of entertainment I expected it to be. Uh, we talked about it last week. This is It was just going to be a, a wild match, and it was. Uh, Toulouse get a red card. Zach Holmes for a... Uh, a yeah, a dangerous tackle on Wanimov, and it was probably a yellow. But after that, Luke Pierce got pretty much every decision spot on, um, including the disallowing of the Rassing try, try that would have been the go-ahead. Um, so I thought Luke Pierce did pretty well besides that. And to be fair, Rassing didn't do themselves any favor. They had two yellow cards in the in that, sp- in that span after Zach Holmes got red-carded, and they... You know, with even numbers, fourteen on fourteen, they gave up twelve points. You know, they didn't really, they didn't do themselves any favors. Uh, Dupont played 
played his played lights out. He was on fire. And Tamak played very well. Uh, the guys that you remember from the French team that played very well played very well for Toulouse. I'm personally happy that Toulouse won because even though I picked Rossing because I thought they'd win, I'm personally happy that Toulouse won because it's a team mostly with Frenchmen with a few, sprinkling of a few foreigners, and that's okay. You know, you got you got to have a few in there that most teams do, and that's not a big deal in my opinion. But it's a mostly French team with young French talent that are moving on, and not a team of, for lack of a better term, mercenaries. So it'll be. Toulouse in Dublin against Leinster, and it'll be Munster in London, uh, well, not London, uh, Coventry, whoop-de-doo, uh, playing the Saracens. So um, I don't know how much of a trip that is for Munster personally. Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm, I'm not in tune with that, but, you know, that is, that is what it is. Okay, um, and then Super Rugby. Uh, I can run through the matches real quick. Uh, Hurricanes and Crusaders. Hurricanes played like absolute garbage. Crusaders fixed the, obviously righted the ship from the other week and got themselves a win. Waratahs and Sunwolves. Sunwolves played out of their brains. Masarewa with a hat trick. Uh, a huge day for him. Hayden Parker playing as well as he's played. You know, Sunwolves are obviously very motivated. Waratahs got to go back to the drawing board a little bit. They put Matt Mason in instead of Bernard Foley, and I'm sure they're regretting it. I don't think the Sunwolves are a team you can rest all your best players. Granted, they didn't rest them all, but you know that's an important position. Maybe don't do that against the Sunwolves and, and just assume you're going to win. Uh, Blues and Stormers. Blues get one. Uh, big day for the likes of Riku Yuani and uh, Nanai and Ma'ananu looked pretty good. Terry Black played a lot better. Uh, Sunny Bill with his Sunny Bill offloads doing doing what he does. Uh, big win for the Blues. That keeps the. I think that gives them three in a row. So good for them. They seem to be getting on fire. So look out, uh, Reds and Rebels. Uh, Quake Cooper goes back home to the stadium he used to play in and puts his old team to the sword. Good on him. A lot of people. There's still some doubters of Quake Cooper, and I understand them because you know he's got a history of doing some silly things in matches, and he doesn't always do the little things that you need of him. But to say that he doesn't deserve a gold jersey is probably inaccurate still because what he can do on the positive side is so worth it. It's absolutely worth it. You don't have to start him. Bring Bernard Foley too. That's okay. Or bring Matt Tumu. Bring all three of them. It doesn't matter. You know, bring three guys to play fly half. Make sure he's one of them. And use him when you need to because he's got the ability to just change a game and create something from nothing. So it's worth it, at least in my opinion. Um, Sharks Bulls, rough match, literally a rough match. Two red cards from the opposing hookers, uh, Brits and Akamanover, Vandamover, uh, getting into it. Uh, little handbags, and you know they shook hands. They had a beer afterwards together. So that's and that's what it's about. You know, you get, you get nice and intense on the field, and you you don't you don't go, uh, hold back. But off the field, you you shake hands and say good game, and you you're you're respectful and you and you're a human. You're not you're not a jerk. That's what it's about. So, but Bulls take care of business. Uh, in my opinion, the best team in the South Africa Conference, um, even if it's not by points, which I think it is actually, but still, definitely the best team. Chiefs and Jaguars. Chiefs pulled out of the fire at the last minute. Um, had a nice lead at halftime and slowly let it slip away uh, in the second half. But then uh, Tarangi rescues them in the end. 
Um, Damian Mack played as Damian Mack does. No Brody Retallick in this game. He got sent home early to get a little bit of extra rest. But um, uh, what was it? Uh, Manu the try the Manu try. Ooh, just a just a bit of luck bounces off the float post and falls basically right to him. <laughs> can't can't ask for any better luck than that. That's for sure. Uh, but Chiefs win, and so Chiefs are uh, maybe gaining some momentum here as well. So this could make the New Zealand Conference very, very, very competitive. So have a look out. All right, so let's go to this weekend's matches and a bit of fantasy advice for everybody out there. And we'll start with um, Premiership and um, Salem Quinns. So in terms of this... Fantasy wise, um, I have Quinn's props on my um, on my bench list, so pine them if you can. Um, I have Sale Hookers, uh, Rob Weber as a go. Um, Quinn's second rows as a stop, and Quinn's Quinn's loose forwards as a stop as well. Sale don't give up a lot of points, fantasy points per se. They're one of the better teams fantasy wise. Uh, I have Sale scrum halves as a, as a stop though, so note that uh, fly halves. Um, I think it's catcher Callis or something like that this week. Weird. So I wouldn't play him anyway. But the the Quinn's fly halves are a stop this week anyway. So I I would. Uh, I'd, I'd temper that. Uh, Quinn Centers are actually a go, though, this week. So Marchant, Tapawai, um, Saeeli, uh, I think it's Alofa that's starting at center this week, even though he's a wing. So, yeah, probably okay to play those guys. Uh, James, uh, uh, I think it's, is it Sam James or Luke James, whichever one's playing in the middle for the sale. Ben Rensberg, O'Connor, whoever else is playing, might be playing center for sale this week. Pine them, they're a stop. And, yeah. So there you go. So there's your ones. Um, my big stop sign was Marcus Smith. He's not even starting this week. So there you go. <laughs> um, guess I should have tweeted that out, and then I would just be, I would have been right. <laughs> um, so and then for the pick'em this week, Ben's going Quins. I'm going Sale. And obviously the Quins are pretty good, pretty hot uh, outside of this loss to Saracens. But and I think Sale at home are going to feel pretty begrudged about the way they played up at Newcastle. So they'll they'll come out with a little motivation, especially with A.J. McGinty back in the saddle. I, I think, as much as I don't like Steve Diamond, I love A.J. McGinty, so I'm going to back A.J. And Bath and Bristol. Let's see what we got here. So, um, Bath and Bristol are both tough against Hooker, so maybe reconsider either one of those as well as second uh, second rows are actually both goes for, for both teams as well. So Stuke, Atwood, Vui, Holmes, Batley, um, Chardress, go the, those are goes. The back rows against um, Bristol are actually very are actually very good as well. So play your Bath's back rows like Mercer, Lowe, Ellis. Um, uh, scrum halves against Bath are very are uh, having a tough time, so maybe Pine any the likes of Harry Randall and Andy Uren. and fly halves as well. Callum Sheedy and Ian Madigan. I have Callum Sheedy, but I think Owen Farrell is going to be back this week, so I'll be saved. I won't have to play him. And and then back three, um, actually a little bit two sides of the coin here. Back three 
for Bath are a go. McConaughey, Cooking a Singa, Homer, Rockin' the Goonie, uh, the likes, uh, Cooper Vuna, and Bristol, Loyua, Morahan, O'Connor. Uh, I don't think Charlie Piatow is healthy, but the likes, uh, pine them, put a stop on them. And then the pick'em. Ben's picked Bristol. I've picked Bath. Uh, I, I, ben is in love with Bristol. If there was a, if you could have a side piece to your side piece, he'd. I think he'd pick Bristol. Um, I feel Bath. I feel like Bath is going to be at home. They played fairly well against the Chiefs, from what I remember, and they've been a tough out at home as well. I think Bristol are going to struggle here, and even if Bath do it ugly, they'll get it done. Was and Worcester. So let's have a look. Uh, Worcester props, Pinem, Schoenert, Waller, Black, all of them. Uh, don't don't be playing them. And let's see what else we got here. Not a ton in terms of this. Um, scrum halves are a green light for the our, our go for the Wasps. So Joe Simpson's definitely one to play if he's in. Fly halves as well. So Rob Miller, Sopwaga, if he's healthy. I don't think he's healthy yet, but. Point being, yeah. And and then back three for Worcester are a definitive go. Heem, Pennell, Adams, Howe, whoever's playing in that back three, give them give him a go, give them a whirl. You're probably playing most of those guys anyway if you have them in your team. So just be, hope, be, be hopeful and uh, very optimistic of a good day. Uh, for the pick em, Ben, I agree. Wasp, take it. Wasp being at home, if it was at six ways, I'd actually probably lean Worcester. But because it's at the Rico, it actually made it a slightly tougher call, and I leaned Wasp just for the home home field there. Leicester and Exeter. We are, I mean, no pick them won't be a surprise. Uh, we're picking Exeter. Leicester have been leaking points left and right. They brought in Mike Ford this week, which I don't see what that's going to fix. Mike Ford's not. Not a def- not really a defense coach, you know. He, I mean, if he's a defense coach, his son needs to learn how to tackle a little better to do him proud. That's all I know. Um, so, I would uh, I'd be shocked if Lester were able to hang here, but maybe they will. They do have some good players, so maybe their individuals will make a difference. Uh, for fantasy wise, props Pine Pineyo Lester props uh, Genge Cole Bateman the likes uh, Pineyo Lester hookers Youngs and Kerr. Um, and also play, definitively play, your um, Exeter hookers, Gandal, Cowandicki, whichever one starts, play it. If you have them, play them. Uh, second rows I'd back off on for two sides of the coin here. Again, um, tells you where the two teams probably are on the table, kind of. Uh, Lester, second rows, Pinham, Kitchener, Williams, Fitzgerald, whoever, Spencer I think might be in there. Yep, Pinem, and then uh, opposite side for Exeter, play your Dennis, your Dave Dennis's, your Sam Skinner's, your Johnny Hills. Um, that's Johnny Hill. It's the second row, right? I know it's a Sam and Johnny. I can't remember which one. Either way, whichever one plays second row, play them. <laughs> um, back rows for Exeter again. Leicester give up a ton of points fantasy wise, so there's going to be a lot of Exeter names that are, you're probably going to feel comfortable playing this week. Kavasic, yours, Armin, go ahead. Um, 
Actually, scrum halves against Exeter do very well. I don't understand how that happens, but it does. Uh, so then I guess they end up having to make a lot of phases because less Exeter make their tackles. So scrum halves get a lot of points for passing. So the likes of Ben Youngs. Ben Youngs you probably want to play if you have him anyway. Um, but if like Ben White starts, then maybe consider him if you need an emergency. Uh, uh, centers, again, opposite side. Uh, or oh, fly halves even, actually. Let's go to fly halves. Ford actually is on the green side here. He's not a neutral even. He's a green. Uh, for, again, probably for the likes of they have to you're talking about moving the ball at least one phase a lot because Exeter make their tackles. Ford, Ford's a go just for the fact that he's probably going to have to pass. And he's one of the better scorers in the league anyway, so you're probably going to play him anyway. Uh, centers. But now we're to centers. Two sides of the coin here. Exeter on the green. The um, the Tigers on the stop. So Witten, Devoto, Slade, um, the other hill. Play them. Tuilangi, you might get away with playing. Eastman, Owen, Tamua, don't play them. I don't think Tamua is healthy anyway, but point being, don't don't play your Leicester, your Leicester centers. And then you're back three for your Exeters, for your Chiefs. Um, Woodburn, Cordero, Noel, Cuthbert, um, Trying to think of another name. O'Flaherty's out there. Play him. Uh, you'd probably play most of those guys anyway, but definitely ex keep your expectations um, optimistic for that one. And like I said in the pick'em, no surprise. Ben and I agree. Exeter take it. We aren't. We're hopeful that <laughs> Lester somehow pull it off for the sake of the Saracens, but not really expecting that to happen. I'm not even sure it's going to be that close. Maybe it will be. Who knows. All right, and Saracens in Newcastle. Now, obviously, it's this is not a this is a tough one for Newcastle to bounce back from uh, to to really get into. Uh, I know they're trying to fight for relegation, but it's yeah, this is going to be probably one of those matches where they go oh no, and maybe hope to get like a losing bonus point or a try bonus or something like that just to just to get a point. Um, for your fantasy ideas, um. Newcastle props are actually okay this week, as are Saracens props. So we'll, I, you, you probably assume one of the other is going to do well, not both. So um, hedge your bets. If you have a Newcastle prop and you're desperate, you might be okay. If you have a Saras one of the Saracens props, uh, Cock, Lemisatelli, Barrington, Judge, then um, not a bad week to pl play them if you've been waiting for a time to play them. Second rows, Newcastle. Don't play your second rows from Newcastle. Green, who thankfully came out of the other side of his uh, citation, his and his uh, hearing on the positive side, wasn't found to be to be a bite, which is good because I thought it was Rob, Rob Weber more or less being a jerk, not him biting. So you know that let that be a lesson. Don't try and cheat, guys. Um, so he, but don't play Green, don't play Davidson, Kavubadi, anybody else that plays in that second row, um, either Chick or Welch, I think plays in there sometimes. Keep it. Keep them on the bench. Back row for Saracens. Yeah, most of these guys are a green light in my book anyway. But uh, Ray, Vernapola, Earl, uh, Clark, if you have them, Berger, if you have them, this is a good week to play them. And your scrum halves for the series: Wigg Wigglesworth if he's healthy. Spencer definitely. Spencer is probably somebody you play right now. He's on fire. So it wouldn't matter if it was a green light or not, but definitely uh, keep your hopes up for that one. Uh, Pine, Toby Flood, if you can. Uh, there's a lot of cheap options out there to replace him this week, and he's probably going to struggle, especially where Newcastle are in North London, not up in the tune. 
Yeah, centers for ah, flip, flip side of the coin here for either. Um, centers for Saracens are, are green are green light. They're big go. Barrett, Lazowski, Tompkins, whichever one of those three starts, give it a, give it a whirl. I would guess Barrett's at least going to miss this week after that ankle injury. That looked bad, but I think he's walking around, so that's a that's a positive sign. On the other side, uh, Pine, your the likes of Williams, Harris, Matavesi, who el- whoever else is playing center for the Falcons. Or if you have to play them, don't expect much. That's all I'm going to say. Um, back three, uh, Saracens actually defend the back three players very well, fullbacks and wings. So even though they have some good ones, Sanati Sanati, uh, Nikki Gonova, Hammersley, Kibarigi, keep your expectations low for those guys. Um, I'm not sure all of those guys score well, but you know, just keep your expectations on the on the uh, on the lower side for those guys if you if you're forced to play them. And again, like I said, no surprise. Ben and I both pick Saracens. Um, hopefully, that gives us nudges. This uh, that'll nudge the Saracens closer to a, a locking up a semifinal for uh, the Premiership, and obviously one step closer to hosting a Premiership semi as well. And Ben's side piece against my side piece. This will be an entertaining match. Uh, I. Uh, the both teams that really like to play, they both have a lot of, lot of fun players to watch. These are both teams that are really solid, and they're both fighting for top six, if not top four. And uh, I, I like the way this this matchup's shaping up. It's uh, it's at Franklin's Gardens. Uh, let's go over the fancy stuff before we talk about it. Um, let's see who we got here. Um, whew, not much, huh? There we go. Uh, okay, I miss uh, Franco Murray for um, Gloucester. Play him if you if you have him. Uh, then we go all the way down to back rows and Gloucester back rows. Um, temporary expectations. They have some good ones. I know Ben Morgan, Creel, Clark, Ackerman, Paledri, all very good. Temporary expectations. Um, Northampton as well, actually. So they're both in the red. So you expect there'll be at least a couple that do well from either team but it's going to be kind of hedging your bets on which one's going to get it done. So if you have another option, maybe consider it. Uh, scrum halves for Gloucester, Hines and Braley. Uh, sit them if you can. If you have another one that's a little bit better, uh, sit them. Probably a good idea. And then uh, Gloucester back three would be the last one that I have the, on my list here, I believe. Gloucester back three, uh, so the likes of Woodward, Thorley, Sharples, Banahan, Marshall, anybody in that in that list, uh, pine them or temper expectations. Like I have Thorley, I'm probably going to play him. Um, some of you probably have Woodward; he's a very good player as well. Sharples, I understand. If you got to play him, play him, but just be wary that it might not be a pretty day. And pick him for this. Um, actually, I'm surprised Ben's going Saints. And I'm gonna, and I'm I'm going with my guys at Franklin's Gardens as well. I think um, I think they have a lot of good pieces that are going there. If Dan Bigger continues to play the way he, you know, carries over his form from the from Six Nations in like he did the first week back to the Premiership, and then carries it to this game, I think Gloucester are gonna have a tough day. Um, I think it'll be a very competitive match, but I think he's gonna make their life just miserable enough to get Saints over the line. 
All right, let's go down under to Super Rugby. And we have some some very good matchups this week. Again, it's 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 a lot not a lot. Oh, let's go to this. Um I said Marcus Smith was my stop sign for the premiership. Sounds like I already got that one right, but I did that way before the lineups came out, I promise. If you don't believe me, it's okay. <laughs> I understand. Um, but my green light this week will be Zach Mercer for the premiership. Uh, I own him myself, so I'll probably I'll probably be starting him and captaining him as long as he's playing. And I expect a big week for um, the young, young England back rower uh, against against the um, the likes of Bristol. All right, now to Super Rugby. This is not a head fake this time. Um, Highlanders and Hurricanes. So we have Highlanders, and they've already, a lot of these teams have already put the lineups out for Super Rugby. Uh, Highlanders are probably not a team you need to put a lot of stock into if you can help it, but Hurricanes have a little bit of – so there's nobody – there's nothing position-wise to note for Highlanders either benching or, or definitively starting. But for the Hurricanes, there's plenty, um, kind of both sides of the coin. So that's kind of where the Highlanders are at defensively, I suppose. Hurricanes locks, if you can pick one you like, play them. <laughs> um, maybe this will be a good week for them. Uh, Hurricanes lose forwards might be a week to temper expectations. Fly halves too, so Bowden Barrett might have another uh, week if you have a backup or there's somebody on the waivers that you can possibly snap up. Um I don't know. I think a Terry Black's still out there, maybe. So give that a shot. Uh, midfielders for Hurricanes. I mean, you'd play Lamape either way. So he's in there. I think Jordy Barrett's playing midfield this week, but still, uh, definitely play Lamape. Obviously, you were starting him. Expect a, bi- a fairly big week. Outside backs for the Hurricanes. Um, again, Jordy play- Barrett's playing in the middle. So either in either case, it should be a decent week for them, along with the likes of Husin and Tiatia. And I think, and then I think Lamb's on the other wing. I think about it. And so let's go to the pick'em. Uh, ben and I have both picked the Hurricanes to bounce back at Forsyth Bar. Uh, we'll see if that's the case. I'm hoping they bounce back. They didn't look very good last week, and as a Hurricane supporter, it got me a little worried. Uh, there was conversation of Bowden Barrett over Mwanga. Bowden Barrett's still the starting ten in New Zealand. Shut up. Reds and Stormers. Um, let's see. Stormers have had a rough road trip so far. Uh, let's see what we got for fantasy advice here. Front for the so the don't start the front front row of the Stormers if you can help it. And loose forwards for the Stormers are actually an okay play, which I'm going to be playing Khaleesi halfbacks. Um, if you have Tate McDermott for the Reds, go ahead. If you have any of the Stormers halfbacks, maybe reconsider. Um, and outside backs for the Reds. I mean, one of my big, my big green light for the week is Seth Naivalu for the Reds, the, the winger for the Reds. So that that is my call. I believe he's going to have a big week. Stormers are going to be a bit of a tired team. They, I know they've rotated some guys, but still, they've had two tough games, and this is not going to be a cakewalk either. So I think Seth Naivalu is going to take advantage of that and be able to Get, rack up the meters real easy and probably get over the line. For the pick'em, 
Ben and I agree again. Reds. Reds, Reds, Reds. Um, he convinced me last week that the Stormers were going to win. I, in my, the back of my mind, I said, "Did I really make a good pick with that one?" Uh, I let him. I let him sway me. That was that was my own fault. Oh, lesson learned. Okay, um, sharks and lions. Um, there, the lions are hosting now the superhero game. This should be should be an interesting one to watch between Spider Man and, and uh, Black Panther. <laughs> Uh, Lions front row, temper expectations. Uh, I think last week's um, red card to Skulkbritz kind of leaned the front row um, scoring for the Sharks in their favor, obviously, um, in terms of points against. But still, maybe maybe just temper expectations. If you have a better one, uh, maybe play that instead. If you don't, then... Just be ready. It might not be a fun day. Maybe it will be. Who knows? I mean, they do have Malcolm Marks last I checked, so who knows? Um, let's see. Here we go. Let's look. We got... Jeez, was that it? Nope. Midfielders for the Sharks. Midfielders for the Sharks. Outside backs for the Sharks. Um, actually, Yanchi should be good this week, too. A pretty good play. Um, fly half for the, for the Lions. So there you go. So fly half for the Lions. Play them. Uh, midfielders for the Sharks and outside backs for the Sharks. Maybe reconsider. And finally, we're different. Uh, ben is back to the Sharks. Uh, I am going to take the home team off of I. Uh, lots of good pieces going into the Lions. I don't love the Lions as a team, but I know teams when teams are in good form and when they're not, Lions seem to have it figured out. So let's see what happens when they – I'll be interested to see what happens when they play the Bulls again. Uh, so I'm back in the, the Lions this week. And then Crusaders and Brumbies. Brumbies are having a struggle of a time. So if I have a Brumbies on the list here, just maybe reconsider even if I do have like a green – I have a green light for the Brumbies for their loose forwards. I have the Crusaders on my list both for – uh, pine their their front row and any of their locks, which is bad news for me because I have Sam White locks, so I, I may yet be forced to play him. We'll see. Um, and then what else do I have? I have the uh, Crusaders fly halves are on the on the do not play list if you can help it. Brumbies midfielders are on are also on that list of do not play if you can help it. Um, although again, there's certain players that are completely matchup proof. Richie Mwanga might be one of those people that wears a Crusader shirt that you can probably throw in there and still be looking rosy on the other side. Ben and I agree. Crusaders will take this match. Uh, Brumby, like I said, Brumbies are in tough form. I know they're coming off the bye, but they just they got a lot to figure out. Um, if they figure it out over this week, we'll find out. Um, if they if they get crushed, then they need to go back and search some more. Blues Waratahs. Uh, like I said, Blues are on a roll, so we'll see what happens. Waratahs locks. Have a seat. Uh, let's see. Blues halfbacks. I have Jonathan Brewer and might be forced to play him. We'll see. Um, and then Waratahs midfielders. Fly half sand midfielders. Uh, get them on. Get them on the pine. As well as loose forwards, so it's gonna be. It could be a rough day. The Blues are actually a pretty good defensive team. They've they've made some games ugly. Let's put it that way. So maybe reconsider uh, those position groups for the Waratahs 
as well as the one or two that I mentioned for the Blues. Not a lot of green lights for either one of those teams, but that's okay. Ben, I agree. It'll be the Blues taking it uh, at home. Waratahs are probably a little bit reeling from the Sun Wolves beating them at home, but we'll see. Uh, I'm sure they'll put in a good performance, but I still think the Blues get it done. Rebels and Sun Wolves. Well, no, I, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Rebels' back line especially, so give it give those guys a whirl if you can. Uh, Rebels front row, actually, this will be a decent week to play them as well as their, their locks. Uh, pine, their, pine their loose forwards if you can. I know Nicerani might be one of those guys that's completely match-proof or cauteral maybe even, but just reconsider if you can. And... That's it. Uh, oh, midfielders and midfielders and outside backs. Um, oh, excuse, excuse to know it's not. That's not it. Okay, sorry, messed that up. Halfbacks. Oh yeah. So th- that was. I almost picked Will Guinea as my green light this week. So keep that in mind. Um, so halfbacks for the Rebels. Play them. Uh, midfielders for the Rebels. Play them outside. You should play the. If you have a Rebels backline player, and they're in okay form, play them because they're finding ways to get over the line in that back line. I think they only have a couple tries in the forwards. So go ahead and just green light any Rebels player that's playing in the back line, <laughs> just about at least. Um, yeah, Sumwell's not a lot of love to give out, unfortunately. Their front row might be an okay play this week, but again, I said the Rebels might be an okay play, so eh, hedging your bets again, so we'll see. Uh, if you have either one of them, go ahead. But you know, I don't know which one of them is going to do well. Maybe they, they both do well with a couple forwards from each getting a try. Who knows? But um, yeah, they're they're both on either side are uh, low end of giving up a lot of points. They give up a ton of points both front rows. And no surprise here, Ben and I have both picked the Rebels. Um, you know, it's not disrespecting the Sun Wolves. They they haven't been able to string wins together yet, so that being the problem, they've strung it strung performances together. Just got to start putting the W's up as well. Until I see it, um, I'm going to wait on it. And last one of the weekend, Bulls and Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars just really having a, having a a reeler after getting nipped and at the death by um by the Chiefs, or almost at the death, but close. And then they got to travel to South Africa. So this will be, this might not be fine for them. In terms of fantasy, Jaguars locks, maybe seat up, have a, have a seat. Bulls, loose forwards. Um, they have a bunch of loose forwards that are actually pretty good to begin with. So if you're not playing them already, this might be a good week to try it. Uh, let's see. And um, Bulls fly half, I think, I, I presume. Pollard's playing, but even if he doesn't, this is a, an okay week to maybe play that Bulls backup fly off if you need a if you need a replacement fly off for the likes of um shoot, I know somebody's sitting, but anyway anyway, I say I know somebody's sitting this week, but I can't remember who it was. Anyway, um give him a seat. If you're having fly half issues, this might be your your little bit of diamond in the rough if the Bulls are playing their backup ten. Any of their backup tens. And outside backs. Not a lot of good news there. Aguarice and Bulls are both on my pine list. So 
be uh, be be, temp- be tempering those expectations for those positions. It'll be it'll be uh, again hedging bets. It's it, one of them's probably going to come out okay, if not good. But it's going to be a matter of do I know how to guess this right? If you don't, then maybe reconsider. Um, I will post this all up on my Twitter page. I'll pick a new stop sign. <laughs> I did. I only realized that Marcus Smith was not starting uh, this morning, so um, and I'm sure there'll be more that comes out as I've posted this. But yeah, you know, I'm just here to try and help. I'm not here to be perfect. I'm just here to try and help. <laughs> um, so that will be everything. Oh, and Ben and I both picking the Lions, by the way. Uh, the Lions, Bulls. Shoot, I got my South Africa team square. I promise. Yes, we're both picking the Bulls. Um, he caught up to me. He caught up a game uh, by a game on uh, a few games on me, but he's still down four games. So if you see him, don't let it, don't tell him not to get his head too big. Um, yeah. So if you want to follow me, J Dyke at J Dyke Eight Man on Twitter. Um, that's where I'll be posting some of this information. If you need to hear it again, so you don't have to go shuffling back through the podcast. Where was it? Where was it? I'll put it up on Twitter. Um, if you have a question, fantasy rugby podcast, fantasy rugby podcast at gmail.com. Um, download us, subscribe, rate on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, as I said, just you know, give us some downloads, give us some rate, give us a review. We like reviews. You know, we want to know what you guys think. If you think we suck, say we suck. That's okay. We want to hear it. We want to know how we can get better and how we can help you guys more. Um, so other than that, uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot of rugby again this weekend, so everybody kick back, enjoy, enjoy the rugby. Um, have a good weekend, and uh, Ben and I will talk to you guys next week. Cheers.